What's up, guys? And here we are for episode four of the Lean, the Lean with Dean podcast. I am your host, Dean. So here we are, guys. We have a great episode here. This was originally meant to be a different team. I was going to speak about training um, and pretty much how you can go ahead and level up your workouts at home or you can level up your workouts in a gym if your gyms are open in your area. Now, I've actually decided to scrap that idea for one episode. So that's actually going to come out on Tuesday. Because tomorrow is February, February 1st, I think us hitting the ground running with non-negotiables and understanding what non-negotiables are and helping you basically formulate your own going forward in February will be the best recipe for success. Now, I have my non-negs. I, I refer to them as non-negs. And I go ahead and I try to hit these daily. And if I don't hit them daily, I make sure that I hit at least most of them daily most of the week so the law the kind of if you want to go with say let's say majority of my month majority of my year is spent hitting these non-negotiables and that it will in turn bring me closer to my goals and you are the exact same if we can go ahead and by the end of this podcast and the end of this episode we can distinguish what are some non-negotiables that you can set for your for you that are going to bring you closer to where you want to be in life and in some way these non-negotiables replicate or are similar to the identity that you wish to hopefully obtain and take on. So let's say you want to become a leaner, fitter, healthier, happier version of yourself. We are, are going we are going to instill non-negotiables that are synonymous, that's the word I was looking for, with someone who is healthier, happier, fitter, and stronger and leaner than you are right now. So think of that athlete, that person, that fit mom or fit dad, because most of my uh, viewership and followers are pretty much men and mums and dads. So us going ahead and picking somebody who is a mom or a dad that is fit, is in shape, does seem to have most of their shit together. Let's go ahead and replicate them and model them and set some non-negotiables that we know that they have. Success leaves clues, and this is the perfect example of it. So let's look at some daily non-negotiables that I have that I want you to try either take the same ones and mold them to yourself and make them relevant to you, or just take this episode as an opportunity to look at what you want to achieve and what are the type of habits and non-negotiables that the person who you want to become has in their life. Now, for me, I have four non-negotiables. Now, I'm going to take relationships and work out of this equation completely. This is going to be completely about fitness and fat loss, all right? Completely about fitness and fat loss. But the funny thing is, when you get these habits in line, it affects other areas of your life because it does give you more energy and more structure and more time to go ahead and give more to the other areas of your life, such as family, relationships, work. It gives you more cognitive ability to go ahead and perform better at work. It gives you more kind of energy to go ahead and play with your kids more. Um, it, it just it, it transcends. It goes. It's a lifestyle thing. So when you get these kind of check boxes ticked, when you get these checked, it helps elevate the other areas of your life. And we can also look at some non-negotiables in fitness. Oh, sorry, in our relationships and in our work-based life as a result of these non-negotiables that we're looking at in relation to fitness and fat loss. So my four non-negs are steps, sleep, water, 
and protein. Simple. You might be thinking here on the, on the other end of this, uh, on the other end of your phone or whatever it may be, then they're really, really simple steps. But you know what? The basics are often always skipped. How often do you see somebody run for a supplement before they're even eating vegetables themselves? How often do you see somebody go and buy the most expensive pair of running shoes before they've even run their first 5K? It's about hitting the basics. And think of these as like amino acids, which we covered in our supplement episode. You have protein, then you have amino acids. Amino acids are the building blocks of every, every single muscle you have in your body. It allows your bodies to perform, it build, recover, everything else. This is what we're looking to do here. We're looking to get building blocks to you and get these basics right that go ahead and help you elevate your fitness, fat loss, nutrition. Steps. Depending on the person, you will either hit the elusive 10,000 steps. I will cover that in a second episode about why it, why 10,000 steps is the holy grail of step count. But we'll get to that a different day. So why steps? Steps, and if you have a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or something else that records steps, you're ahead of the game with this one. Steps is basically a physical metric that we can record on our phone, on our Apple Watch, on our Fitbit that lets us know how active we were. Now, I must say straight off the bat, are they 100% accurate? No, they are not 100% accurate. So what I always try to say is they will either over or underestimate or calculate your steps by anything between five and 15%. This is a big number. So what I always try to say to someone is, always aim for more. So if you hit, always assume that's gonna underestimate it, so get more steps in. Give yourself a window of opportunity to go ahead and get more in. So let's say I say to get 12,000, let's say I say get 10,000, excuse me. Go ahead and try to get 11,000 because if there is an, a room for error, a percentage of error there, at least you're probably after hitting it. If 11,000 isn't the exact amount of steps and it's wrong by 9%, it'll bring you down to 10,100. Uh, 10, which is not bad. So my steps for me personally are 12,000 minimum per day. So that's why I kind of set for myself. Now that's because I can move around a lot. I can go ahead and bring my dog for a walk twice a day. I can go ahead and walk in between calls. I can go ahead and get a run in if I need, if I am shy on steps towards the end of the day, I can go ahead and just kind of put the headphones on and away I go and I can hit those steps. So 12,000 steps is my non-negotiable. That's what has to occur every single day. And like you may be different. You may be you may be sitting at a desk for six, eight, 12 hours per day. So you hitting 6,000 steps per day might be a big deal. And that's something that I'd like, it, like you to look into. It's like, okay, I Dean, I cannot, at this minute, I cannot hit 10,000 steps per day. Well, make it relative to you. Let's go ahead and aim for 6,000. And when 6,000 becomes very, very makeable and you do it for 10 days in a row, let's go ahead and increase that to 7,000. And it's constantly, a training term here, instill progressive overload. That we're always pushing the boundaries and giving ourselves a higher goal to reach and perform better and challenging the muscles, challenging the energy systems, going ahead and increasing our output in terms of activity. That's what we're looking for here. So get yourself a step goal and try your best to hit it and surpass it and take stock and don't always aim for the 10,000 if that's too easy. If you're crushing 14,000 steps and your goal is 10, you need to set a goal of 15,000 steps because it needs to be makeable. 
but not impossible. Next up for me is sleep. I've become a bit of a sleep nerd and a bit of a um, slightly obsessed with my sleep ever since I listened to a podcast on the Joe Rogan experience. Anyone who doesn't know Joe Rogan is basically the greatest podcaster of all time. And he had a fellow, fellow on called Matthew Walker. I think it's episode 1111 or in and around that. And he basically blew my mind with, with relation to how important sleep is. I have touched on it briefly in a previous episode, but I will touch on it properly heavily in a future episode. I always try to get seven hours of sleep per night. I try to get up at the same time every single day, even when my routine is different. Even when it's a weekend, I try to get up at in and around 5, 5, 5.30, 6am. And then I also try to get to bed roughly around the same time every night as well. So anything between 9 and 10 p.m. Yes, I am aware I am a child having a bedtime. But when you understand that your body responds better to these conditions when you are rested, when you are recovered, when you're like getting enough REM sleep, when you have your circadian rhythm is similar every single night, that means that you're going to bed at the same time, all, um, same time every, every night pretty much. When you get all these in sync, you perform better across the board. You are more witted mentally. You have more energy. You perform better. If, if physical sports and like team sports is your game, this will level up your game and make you a better, potentially make you a better athlete. There is a term that I heard just after after um, that podcast that sleep is the most underused and underutilized and possibly the most powerful performance enhancing drug on the market so it's definitely worth looking into now i understand that you may be a shift worker you may have crazy shifts you might be a guard you might be a firefighter you might be a nurse um, you might just have crazy shifts at work wherever it may be just make it work for you just do your best right and if you feel like you need more sleep get it do your best do everything you can to try to get more sleep in your system so that's my non-negotiable is seven hours of sleep roughly at the same time going to bed and waking up at each evening and just to kind of touch on that as well there is no such thing as a sleep a sleep debt you cannot make up sleep at the weekend so when you go ahead and have a lie on on a saturday or a sunday to try and make up sleep that you missed out on during the week because of work this never happens you can never get back sleep all you can do is set a new routine from here going forward that this is your new normal this is your new non-negotiable so try look into your sleep. Water is the next one. Now, water is, you know yourself, water is needed. Water is important. Water is essential. When I think is it 95 or 85% of the human body is made up of water, I will double check that stat later on. But you know you need to drink it. Now, what I, there are loads of different hacks here that you can kind of go ahead and say. So one person will say, get yourself a large two liter bottle of water and just keep it with you the entire day. But you and I both know that you're not going to walk around with a two liter bottle of water on your person all day. What I tend to do is anytime I pass the kitchen sink, have a glass. Anytime I have a meal, have a glass of water. If you are feeling dehydrated, you already are. So it's gone past that point where you should have drank water. So try to keep a steady flow of water coming into your body throughout the day can you go ahead and just kind of down two liters of water in one go yes you can but 
chances are you're probably going to wee most of that out. So try to split it up over the course of the day. Um, how much water? Just just drink it. Like I'm not going to get too technical with you. Do. Some people say one liter per, sorry, 500 mils per, no, sorry, one liter per 25 kilos of body weight. Being honest with you, just drink enough so your piss doesn't stink. It's not yellow. And you're also not going to the toilet every five minutes. So there are three little kind of check boxes there for you to focus on. Drink enough so that your pee doesn't stink. Drink enough so it's not yellow and nuclear. And then also don't drink so much that you're constantly going to the bathroom. Because people will think that there's something wrong with you. So focus on that, getting your water content up and hitting that water intake. It's something that I try to hit myself and I don't always get it. I will be honest with you, I don't always get the two liters in per day and I feel it cognitively and my performance, if I do try to go do a gym workout with very little water in me, I am shocking. So it's something that I want you to focus on and if it means you having to get like a my wadi or a ribena or some version of a diluted or a cordial, get it into you. Give yourself two squirts, a teaspoon, tablespoon, whatever the serving is of the diluted. Go ahead, bang it into your water because if it in- increases the likelihood of you drinking water, drink it. And on another note, I don't care if it's ice cold or room temperature, just drink the feckin' thing. Um, going on from that, pro. Protein. I don't always hit my calories. Generally, I'm always maintenance or deficit. Most times I'm uh, maintenance, to be honest with you. But I do always try to go ahead and hit my protein. I know generally how much protein I need to get in per day. And when you track calories for as long as I have, you kind of have a good ballpark as to what meals contain what, what amount of protein. I eat the same thing every single morning. So I already know that I have 35 grams of protein filled in before I've even got on my day. If I consume my typical oats, if I consume my oats every morning, I've hit 35 grams of protein. I'm happy out. Now I only have to hit another, uh, my goal is one, two, five. I weigh 80 kilos and I consume 1.5 grams per kilo body weight. So I've already taken in, I, I need another 90 grams between my lunch, dinner, and maybe another shake that evening or a casein pudding, which you might see me post on Instagram. This is something that I want you to go ahead and look at. And how we find out how much protein for us to get in is you go ahead and just take your body weight and get one in kilos and get at least minimum one gram of protein per kilo of body weight focus on that and you should be okay this is muscle sparing if you're in a deficit so it helps us not break down muscle tissue when we are in a deficit because your body will look to source energy from somewhere and we want your body to target your fat stores not your muscle stores because that's what we're looking to maintain if not develop and then as well as that it also keeps you full the reason why you see a lot of diets and diet trends and whatever maybe they include a lot of protein it's because it keeps you satiated you want to be as full as possible eating as much food as possible so when they include protein in a nutrition program a nutritional approach it's to keep you full it's to keep you from feeling hungry it's to keep you from like selling your mother-in-law or mother or all your significant others in order to get a hold of something tasty you know what i mean so four non-negotiables for me just touch on this is this is a really quick episode guys is getting my steps in getting my sleep up to a quality that i'm happy with that is the minimum seven hours consuming two liters of water per day and hitting my protein requirements and then just to run through my exact non-negotiables for each of these are steps twelve thousand, sleep 
seven hours water two hours and protein 120 grams of protein per day now these are my non-negotiables these are the things that i identify with as being vital for me to become the person who i want to be physically mentally in business in relationships and everything else because as i said these all do have a carryover and will lend themselves to other areas of your life so when you get these non-negotiables in check and consistent between all of your days you will see your performance go up in other areas of your life whether that is sport performance whether that is your relationship or whether that is just even your professional outset you will see this just develop and bring everything up now i want you to go ahead and while you're listening to this if you have a pen and paper go for it write down who your goal is so who would you like to emulate if you want to go if you want to that and i'm not a big fan on using somebody as a goal but let's just say it's for me it's a dad in his 30s who is fit healthy happy a great husband a fantastic father a brilliant businessman a someone who his friends can go to who he loves everyone in his life and they love him that's who my goal is and what are the what are the non-negotiables that i believe that that man has in his day in his life into around around one area which is his health and fitness i imagine it would be to be very active steps i imagine it would be to make sure he's recovered sleep i imagine he makes sure that he is hydrated war i imagine in order to maintain his lean muscle mass and muscle wastage whether he's dieting or training to improve recovery i imagine he is hitting this protein they are the non-negotiables for the person who i want to be the person who you may to, might want to be uh, person who you may want to be might be the exact same as what i just named or it might be someone completely different it might be someone who you know it might be someone who you used to be and if it is someone who you used to be it makes it even easier because you already know what it takes and know what that person must do in order to be what you want to be it might be they need to consume x amount of calories per day it might be that they need to go ahead and get a walk in every single morning it might be that they have to read a book before starting a working day because it helps them re- uh, down regulate and relax and take on today's tasks it might be that a non-negotiable let's just say even for the house for the health the happiness of a home and to keep the upkeep of home you might know that a non-negotiable is for you to take out the bins every sunday night instead of monday morning when the feckin bin truck drives past and you panic while you're in the middle of a zoom call to get out grab the bins go down the side gate and get the bins out to the front of the road before looking like an egypt in front of all the neighbors yes that has happened to me that might be a non-negotiable for you to to be committed and be consistent with having a happy home because we all know an argument will ensue if you miss the bin truck that comes around on monday tuesday whatever day it is for you and your estate so that's my push for you guys is either while you're listening to this podcast or afterwards sit down with a pen and paper and write out what you feel are the non-negotiables for a man woman or whatever they identify as um, to go ahead and what do they do every day what do what what are the non-negotiables that this individual has in their day that they go ahead and do? Do they get their steps in? Do they get a workout in? Do they get their sleep in? Do they get the protein in? What are these non-negotiables? And even let's go on and let's say in terms of work, you might work in an office, you might have KPIs. How many phone calls do you have to hit per day? 
what are the non-negotiables as to how many phone calls you have to make per day in order to make x amount of sales in order to make x amount of money to in order to hit those kpis that's a non-negotiable right there or you might be involved in the health sector and kind of you're kind of a nurse or fire brigade you might have to go ahead and say right our non-negotiables in order to keep ourselves safe are to use the correct ppe they're non-negotiables that have to be done in order to complete the task correctly and for you to perform at the highest level and to keep yourself safe these are just things guys that i want you to go ahead and think about when planning who you want to become who is the new version of you that we're going to see either this february or this march and i hope that was a good one and i hope you enjoyed it and make sure to go ahead screenshot like you name it blast up on social media and i will see you on the next episode where we, where we will be covering training and how to level up your workouts be it at home or in the gym thanks for listening guys have a good day